going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, guys, what it do, what it do. We are back again. It's episode 21. It's the Bar Bar Podcast. How are we feeling, guys? Yeah, good, we're good, man. man. We're good. Yeah. Some good, of us better than others, though. Yeah, tough week some for some. Some, yeah, some, of, some, of us, some of us got that gold medal. Mm. That gold medal thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll come to you guys as you look in here. Liverpool fans are already talking. They've waited 30 years. Um, now, now, now's your time to talk in it. So, Don, we'll give you that. We'll give you that moment. But um, quick shout out to his here. Um, but first of all, guys, we've got a special guest in the building. We've got Kendall. He's coming to represent today. Big up yourself, Kendall. Hi, everyone. Um, yes, I'm Kendall. I'm a Newcastle fan for my sins. Um, since <laughs> I was born, I wouldn't actually be allowed to be anything else if it was up to my family. So, yeah, forceful. Um, at Kendall Rowan on any socials. I have a YouTube channel as well where I sort of do anal- like analysation of all the Newcastle games that are on the weekend. Um, so, yeah, go and check that out if you can. Jeez, I've heard good things about you, Kendall. I heard certain uh, men were telling me better knowledge of some of the guys we've got on the pod who haven't turned up today, but we won't name names. Um, no, people, oh, well, genuinely. That. I'll take that. Her, her opinion is miles better than half the guys in this pod. Talk yourself. Uh, who we have today, anyway, from the regulars, we've got Ken Dog in the building. We're about. Papa Drew in the building. Champion, champion, champion. <laughs> Peter Prez in the building. Yo, what's good, people? Big Char. What's up, what's up, what's up? Yo, Mace, been quiet. <laughs> I have been quiet, but yeah, what's up, everyone? How are you <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, he was on time today of Shodish <laughs> Bandit. The Bandit reactive, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, he's always he's sure. with his time, man, to start he recording. <laughs> man, here two army, he came on time in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But um, yeah, man, let's kick it off straight away. So as always, guys, we've got the news... And I mean, it hurts me to say it, but it goes without saying, there's only one big news headline to talk about. And um, that's that Merseyside Red winning the Premier League. How are we feeling, Andrew? Kenna, how is it, man? How are you guys feeling? Yo, I've only just recovered from the hangover on Thursday, man. I'm literally starting to feel normal now. <laughs> oh, yeah, this guy, man. He was up on the media. Man was outside Manfield celebrating. How did that feel, though, man? Because obviously... It's a, it's a bit it's, it's a bit weird because you're not celebrating without the fans, but you guys obviously. Nah, it was crazy, man. Because the thing is, I was speaking to Andy during the game, and I wasn't even planning on celebrating because I thought City would do job. Then I seen the lineup, and I was like, "Oi, I think Chelsea can do something here. Put champagne on ice. Next thing you know, Chelsea do job, and I'm in the mixer." <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> I can't believe how shameless we're moving, yeah, but. I beg, put it into context, man. 30 years, man. 30 years of being bullied, winning everything, but still people want to hold the Premier League over our heads. So, obviously, finally it happened. Boy, it was more emotional than anything, man. Can't lie. You know, you mentioned um, how you're moving shamelessly. I don't know if you guys saw um, two Liverpool fans turned up at Old Trafford celebrating. I don't know if anyone saw that video. Like, Yeah, I saw it. That is absolutely mad. Normal behaviour, man. Normal. Hashtag rent free. 
yeah, you know, you know what I mean. You know. Like, anyway, <laughs> sorry, I don't. I'm like the other United. I don't even like Man United, but still, rent free. Come on, that's rent you know free, man. It happens, and it? it happens. Law, thirteen Bye. times. <laughs> Look at this, Donny's piggybacking. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, this is a bit of like what we'll get in the chat. People were talking Kendall, about like, Kendall, Kendall, like... Kendall. They'll be your friends now. Wait for later. Wait for later. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Now speak for yourself, Kenan. Bring it man. on. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, congratulations to Liverpool. And um, for the guys listening, we actually have a special episode um, that we released earlier. Um, I think it was um, on Saturday. Um, yep. So guys, please do check that out. We've got some special guests on there. Some Liverpool fans have come to discuss. I've listened to it. It paid me to listen to it, but... It was great, man. Just the but while we but while we moving on though, we want to hear from others about it. Like no, we don't. No, we don't. You haven't. You have a whole Shalom, episode. What do, you, Shalom, what do you think, Kendall? We wonder. We wonder, Ty. What do you think? We had a whole episode for that. We're not doing Come that. On, man. <laughs> now, now we have to give Liverpool their shine. Even give, give had... us our flowers, man. Yeah, what's, give what's them, give them the shine. Come on, don't be, don't be so losers. Like yeah, you've we... had your flowers. Like 30, <laughs> 30 years, had, right? Yeah, you've been growing. Literally, like. We've waited treble. Newcastle United waited 93 years for a league title. Like, oh, boo hoo. Yeah. <laughs> United, 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 United waited 46 years. Yeah, uh, yeah, but Arsenal yeah, went, I I waited 60 guys. years and counting. Yeah, Kendall, but Kendall is the owner, though. Don't talk about we were waiting 90 years. Talk to your owners. Don't talk to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, let's, not get, let's not get a Kendall yet. She'll, she'll get a chance. But like Andy said, Let's give up Liverpool their flowers. I mean, um, wow! It was it was, it was, it was Pete, Pete. Don't worry, man. It was obviously we're gonna be fair. I'm, I'm, I'm an equal man. Um, well done, man. Like, um, yeah, well char, where'd you go? Well done, man. I want to Can you be uh, humble uh, in like? Uh, char, don't respond. Uh, um, what, all I can, no, all I will say to this whole like the whole situation is yeah, because that's what it is the situation to me. Like, like, <laughs> like, like you know when. You, you, in certain parts of Africa when the hammer time happens it comes and it goes but like <laughs> I, I've got to give them plaudits like they've what they've achieved I, I, I think we've been having discussions throughout the week is is probably the biggest landslide of a victory in, in Premier League history you can't take that away from them all I'm saying is uh, as Drake once said yeah how can you get gas off one hit do that shit again and yeah, no, it's not one hit, man. Even though we've got 19 on the board, it's a shot, Fair man. Enough. Are we Fair Leicester? Enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, man, well done, well done. You guys deserve that. Cheers, bro. Uh, are you man happy now? Yeah. Ah, cool. Same news. But of course, that's the biggest news um, to have happened this week. Again, congratulations to Liverpool. Um, we look forward to the the season is more or less over when it comes to the Premier League, apart from those teams fighting for fourth. Um, the top four and stuff like that. But um, it was more or less, as Kenneth says, they won it in Christmas. Um, it just had to be official. Um, luckily, there's no asterisks next to that because, boy, it would have been a bit sticky. But um, congratulations again, Liverpool. Moving on to transfers. Um, it's, I was saying to the guys, actually, this week, it's a bit weird. We're talking about transfers whilst the season's still going on. Transfers are happening while people are still playing. Well, you know, um, but you know, this was it was like this back in the day. You know, people were moving in March and that. That is really. Yeah, when, there was no, there was no such thing as a window like. Night, so in the nineties, like open market basically. Yeah, yeah. Like in the nineties, nice. so there was like one window. Any any headlines that's caught anyone's eyes recently? Are you Robin back? Yeah, I saw that. Back in FC Groningen. 
Eredivisie. So that's actually his um is that his home home club or something like that? Yeah, that's it's his, his uh, it's his boyhood yeah. club. He was there for two boyhood years club, yeah. he went to PSV Eindhoven. Jesus, okay. Knowledge. <laughs> Knowledge. Okay. Yeah, but facts. Yeah. Um there was one that um, I go on Kenna. Con, did we speak about the, the money laundering, um, Pjanic and uh, <laughs> FC, FC money laundering? <laughs> it's always the same, always the same team. It looks it? so bookie, man. Now, it's do, so bookie. Have you, man, heard how they're doing it? So, Juventus, um, Pjanic is moving to Barca before the 1st of July for 60 mil, and then Arfa moves on the 1st of July for 70 mil. So, it looks like, uh, like so both sides can balance oh, out yeah. their books. books yeah. Joke, can it? How else can you pay Ronaldo? It's about let's, terms, okay, let's in terms of like that. the move. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who do you think is getting the better deal, guys? Definitely you, Vey. Um, nah, yeah, you, Vey. I don't know. It's, it's a hard one, though. I don't think no, he's flattered to deceive. Nah, he's to deceive finished, for his career. He's had a good career, but he's flattered to deceive. He, he's like he he's how I how I kind of I know we've been having a discussion throughout the week. How I rate um, Thiago Alcantara. Like they're very good players. You can't take that away from them. But I feel like they flattered. When you look back at his career, he won't be one of the people you name as one of the best centre mids. He will be a good competitor, but I don't you think, think you think Thiago flattered to deceive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's not yeah. go into that. <laughs> I won't go. Let's not go too deep into that. But yeah, I, yeah. I, in exactly. the way, I, the way I look at it, it, they're good players. If you see them on the starting eleven, you think, yeah, these guys are like Pjanic. could make a difference. But nah, Pjanic. I think Pjanic. course of season maybe. Mm. I think if I think if you've watched Pjanic like a lot, I mean, he yeah. he was decent in his younger years, um, especially yeah. at Roma. But I think for me, since his move to Juve, I've not been impressed. Yes. Uh, he's yeah. just a set piece merchant for me, man. So for me, Arthur is the, you know, there's still a, I mean, he came with a big reputation, to be honest, to Barca. And I think there's still a gear to him. So I think Juve is definitely getting a better deal. The younger player, the player that can improve. Um, and that has a lot, a lot more about him than Pjanic, I think. So what's the big question is, why would um, Barca sell Arthur then? Yo, they're so weird, bro. It's yeah. money laundering, nothing yeah, so else. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. It stresses me out because that deal makes no sense. It no makes no sense, sense at all. Um, in other transfer news, um, Kundabuli. Oh, um, sorry there. Chelsea just scored um, <laughs> the FA Cup game. Um, but yeah, sorry. Back to the transfers. Um, Kundabuli's been linked to Man City, I believe. Who's that, bro? Who's that, bro? <laughs> Wait, th- sorry. Oh, English is not my first language, mate. How would you say it? <laughs> Kundabuli. Just say say how it's red, mate. Okay, cheers, guys. Thanks. Um, anyways, <laughs> so he's been linked to Man City, correct? Yeah. yeah. And Liverpool. I heard Man United were like, famous for him. United, like, who, who yeah, are we? Last mm-hmm. month, but. But it's okay, they've got 18 million Harry Maguire. They don't need him. Yeah, they don't need him. Say it again for the people at the back. Mm. <laughs> um, and then there was one that um, caught my eye as well. Um, Arsenal midfielder um, Gunduzi, he's yeah. been linked to United. Like, um, a certain, man said, he, certain man said he can't lace um, certain man's boots at United. So, McTominay's uh, boots, Mc, the bandit, the bandit, discuss. I the mean, bandit. <laughs> I feel like 
when you're going to throw out the phrase, uh, can't lace your boots, you actually have to be a player of quality, of like any sort of substance. I don't, I don't really get that from McTominay. So I, first, I personally thought that was a reach. I mean, I, I would definitely say Gwendouzi and McTominay are at best on the same level. Like, I, I wouldn't put any, either above them. I agree, and that's from like an outside perspective. Like, I wouldn't put any of either of them above either one. I agree as well, Tosin, Thank you. just for the record. So you would, you would all, all of that, all of that chit chat about mixed sauce, whatever. I mean, let's let's just like. Did it did it did it rattle you small though, toast? That lace the boots thing. Yeah, because it was it was a <laughs> it was a ridiculous statement, honestly. But let's not go let's not go into it too much, man. The thing is, Stephen rates McTominay. Like we have to put yep. it into perspective. He he puts yep. him on yep. this pedestal. So I mean, Stephen thinks that United are the best team in the world. So I mean, I don't, I don't. On. We'll get there though. <laughs> Um, and then now into some rumours, obviously, so it's not official. We like to speculate. Um, I'm going to start with Jordan Sancho. Um, he didn't start um, in Dortmund's last Jordan game. Jordan who? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Leave it out. <laughs> what? It's, it's Sancho, what? isn't it? No? Jaden. Was it Jaden? He said Jordan, are you? Hey, listen, <laughs> I, I, I went out last night in it, so yeah. <laughs> let's, let's just blame that on the alcohol. Anyways... To the actual point, Jesus Christ, I didn't know it was an English lesson. Um, he's been linked with United. United fans, do you reckon this could be it? Because really and truly, in your final game for your club of the season, you sh- your best players start. And it was a bit weird that he got left out. Man, I mean, he's get he's been left since the lock uh, since the um, the Bundesliga resumed after the lockdown. He's he's not really been consistently in the side. Um, so. Like he's been he's been starting on the bench for a lot of the games. Initially, it was it was thought to be because of um, a, a knock he picked up or an injury that he was nursing. But it's looking like he's being intentionally left out of the sides now. Um, so whether that's any sort of indication as to whether he'll be on his way out, I don't know. But um, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is personally. Mm-hmm. Mad. And yeah. I think I think I don't think Dortmund would say it, but I think. Um, there's just speculation, allegedly, but I think Jaden has requested it himself. Probably doesn't want to get injured or something. I think it's one. Yeah, of those. there's potential for that, man. But I think yeah. when it's all said and done, the the real reason will come out. Mm. Mad. Um, unfortunately, it, um, Calvin. Just, Cal- sorry, go on, Stephen. Just to touch on that. Um, funny enough, you you mentioned that because Klopp. I think after um, Liverpool's oh, yeah. um, title win, Klopp was talking about um, the possibility of Sancho joining them, and he was like, even he would be surprise if it was to happen but he, he worded his sentences very like strangely it's almost like he's kind of egging on the Liverpool board to like see like almost surprise him if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. so it'll be interesting because I, I see Sancho start like playing like, like a big part at, um, if, if for example Liverpool and Tiburna nah. um, I think Sancho is like a good, good like that same level kind of player who's, who has to take the step up to to almost prove that he, he isn't just a um, lower league player that sort of stat pads if that makes sense so it'll be interesting to see like because I think a lot of people are, are, I think are saying Sancho's going to join United but from United's point of view there hasn't been a lot of noise coming from our, the club like usually you get like loads of people discussing oh yeah Sancho's coming to United to check out the training like you see loads of those conversations but I think a lot of it is just the fans Sancho is prepared yeah it's a lot of fan talk rather than the club are making preparations for it if that makes sense um, so it'll be interesting to see like who his suitors will be because I'm sure like a lot of clubs or what in the in the world would would want Sancho in their team. But 
I don't think it's all kind dry. He's joining United as as even though I thought at one point. Yeah, I remember seeing um um Cops um comment. I think it was he said oh he he will look very good in, in a red shirt. shirt. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but then again, Dortmund responded and they're saying that they, they, they're they confident that he will be remaining at the club. So we're yet to see where that goes. I think um, he should, to be honest. I think yeah, I, do a the, couple more seasons, man. Like how long has he been there now? Is it, is it second season now? Is it's going, his second year, season two. Yeah, yeah I, think hey, I should... wouldn't be adverse to him staying for another season, personally. Mm. Well, I don't know, but it's up to him, though. But Yeah. Mane isn't signing a contract, though. So what's going on with that with Liverpool? Mbappe, Mbappe, man. Mbappe. Because you know... Sorry, I didn't catch that. So I said, Mane isn't signing the contract for Liverpool, so that could signal Liverpool moving for Sancho. All I know is, I've said it to Andy, I've said it to Kenard, that someone needs to go for you to spend that kind of money. Yeah, and let's face it, Mbappe isn't coming to Liverpool, so you might as well take that dream and dash it. (laughs) (laughs) Are you saying that out of hope or... No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just speaking. Really I'm just speaking. No, no. Do you have how much do you do you guys in the pod rate um rate Mbappe in terms of monetary value? How much is he worth? He's worth a lot. Two hundred M plus six figures. Of so course, I know. Of course, I know. Of course, I know. We're not gonna add Mbappe to this current squad. Someone has to make way. I know that. Okay, that's fine. And so someone that, will make way. Okay. <laughs> in any in any event, I just see Madrid getting Mbappe, and let's just call it that as it is. He's not touching cool. Liverpool. You know that. Yeah, we can only pray. I don't, I, I don't know that, man. I, I, <laughs> let, so, you, man, don't, don't, don't crush chance. Andy, man. Like, let, let, him, let him believe, man. <laughs> when it happens, yeah, the tears are my enemies. Oh. <laughs> um, unfortunately, my boy Calvin is not available today. Um, however, I would like to have got his views on um, Don Bele. Um, there's now rumours that he might be leaving Tottenham already. Um Due to the fact that he's not really gotten with Mourinho, um, we obviously saw that he was left out in a big game against United. Probably one of their best players, and to leave them out in such a big game, it does start to raise questions. However, at the same time, we've always been made aware of his fitness. Maybe he wasn't fit enough to start yet. Um, there's, there's a lot going on there. So, the guys, I just want to get your views on this, because obviously we all know what this is going on. We all know what Mourinho's like. He's mm. come out and publicly talked about him. Um, where do we see his future with Tottenham? Do you reckon it's over already? Or? I think he should leave, to be yes, honest. Yes, I agree. I don't I think, think he should leave. I don't think Mourinho has a good track record of working with really great players. And you can see that um, even though he's come out and given us his statistics of um, people who he has coached and how well they've done, I just think that's just a way of trying to counter the point, but not really dealing with his history with players such as Ndombele, KDB, the rest. Oh, to Pogba, so um, I, I think he should leave, but it, the Premier League will always find you out in terms of fitness. So if he doesn't get fit, then he's always going to be that player who had the quality but just couldn't re- realize his quality. So, yeah, that's why I, I think I think Tottenham actually need to do everything they can to keep him, you know, because obviously, like you said, Mourinho does have this track record with like KDB, for instance. But for me, if Endombele is the player that most people think he's going to yeah, be. Yeah then Tottenham just need to just ride it out. If anything, if it, comes, if it comes down to picking the players, certain players over the manager, then maybe reconsider the manager, you know, because, I mean, I'm sure Tottenham fans don't want Ndombele to go to another club at his peak and then watch him thrive, you know. That'll be, that'll be even worse. He's a big money signing, you know. So, big. I mean, I think... Funny enough, you say that, actually. Because I was speaking to one of my Tottenham friends um, throughout the week after, um, obviously, some of their games, and um, even they said it, they're like, 
if they're choosing between Ndombele and Jose, they probably choose Ndombele, which says a lot in terms of how people perceive like Jose Mourinho. But yeah, I think he's such a good player. You almost have to take the chance and like wait for him almost like because he's got that quality that no one in that club, that club has, other than probably obviously Kane and your sons. But they do different things in like different parts of the parts of the, parts of the parts of the game. But I, I think mean, he's the he's the forward ball man that they actually need. Exactly. Obviously, coming from as an Arsenal fan, I don't want to give Tottenham any praise. But mm. when I watched him, you could just tell he he, he had that effect on Tottenham and his kingdom for the better. So it would be a shame for him to leave. I mean, okay, not to leave Tottenham, but I would like to see him in the Premier League. Premier League um, yeah. But like, like Shalom said. He obviously has to work on his fitness. If he doesn't, yeah. then he needs to find himself elsewhere. Um, maybe in that league that Kenner loves, um, Mickey mm-hmm. Master Liga. Um, maybe <laughs> he can um, be more suited to that slow football. Um, but before we move on from transfers, obviously, um, David De Gea, United fans. Mm. Um, <laughs> what are you telling me? Because we've all seen... Um, there's strong rumours that he's going to leave in the summer. Um, mm. With obviously Henderson doing job for Sheffield United. Um, would you guys take the swap now or wait one more season? Uh, I, I, I don't know. What's yeah, I'd probably wait. Me personally, I think it's a, such a different. It's, yeah, it's such a different thing playing for United when you're not going to be busy for let's say seventy minutes of the game and then pulling off a world class save as a. As, as in comparison to bro, United get pammed, bro. Wait, no, we don't. No, we don't. We don't concede a lot of chances, actually. Like stats prove it, but we have to go there. Okay. I can't tell you. Best comes, team in the world. Well, okay. but what, but as I was saying, for Sheffield United, mm. for Sheffield United, um, he's probably engaged in the game a lot in a lot more capacity. So I don't know. It's different. I think giving me a let him play in Europa League if they do qualify. And then he can come back next season and actually challenge De Gea because everyone's talking about next season. But De Gea's got like he only signed a four-year contract last year, so he's going to be at the club for a while technically. So let him come after he's got that experience and, and go from there. I, I, I agree with Stephen. If you use um today's game, the Arsenal game, as a good example, yeah. the last minute you're thinking, don't get beat near, near post, don't do that, and he mm. concedes that. So you think like what what Stephen said, United doesn't really concede well concede a lot. And when it comes to that last minute, last chance, you need your keeper. And De Gea has done it in the past to save you. I don't yeah, think... Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Do you, know, do you know what I always say? Stats demystify what people think happens. I've got the stats up right now. Go and ahead. United concede 10, ga- 10 shots a game. Sheffield United concede 11. Like, that, this is my point. This is my point. I'm like, what game are you watching thinking United you don't concede said, you, chances? You literally, you literally just said the difference. No, no, just one. Just one, one, one shot. Wait, hold on, pause. Let, wait, let, let me, let me, let me, let me know. That one shot was the difference between them scoring, them winning today, and then, and then, and then them going into We're, 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 we're talking Sorry. about, we're talking, now. Nah, we're talking about your Michelin point. I'm saying, Liam, listen to what Michel yeah. was saying. For a team like United, yeah, where, yeah, cool, it's only one difference technically when you go by stats, yeah. But either way, that one shot could be the difference between us going through to another, through to another competition. Um, but finals, the hell, yeah. who's, who's conceded more? Who's, who's conceded more? I'm not. Are, are we? Are we? Are we? Are we looking at price? Missing the point. Yeah, they're missing the point. No, yeah, we're talking about now. We're not. We're not in 2040. We're in 2020. Let's not forget the whole yeah, topic, innit? Henderson, Henderson is a good option to have in it. I think we should, we should, we should, yeah, we should keep him at the club, let him get another season in the Premier League, and then we get him back and let them go face to face. Simple. 
I want to hear okay. Perez's point. <laughs> it's an old uh, convo now to say that De Gea is the best keeper in the world. I it's think. Still, man, it's still. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, of course. No, he, if I'm he honest, isn't. I don't think anybody thinks that anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, in terms really? of him I... being being the best keeper in the world, certainly not. Um, I don't think he's he's. Been I don't even think he's the best keeper in the Prem. No, he's not. No, he's not. Nah, he's not that same. either. He's maybe fifth. He's top five. Um, yeah. I think I think we had we had we had a, a discussion on that uh, a couple of pods ago where we we listed our top five keepers and I think the game made it. Um, but in my opinion, I think um, I'm in agreement with Steve uh, Stephen on the most part because I think Henderson needs a bit more uh, experience in different environments under his belt, such as Europa, for example. Um, just to give him a little bit more uh, seasoned experience um, before he comes to United and and um, we we get rid of De Gea. I don't I don't want us to be too hasty with that decision. Yeah. So I, I do think um, we 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 give Dean Henderson another season out um, and then and then bring him in. I don't I don't actually think that we need to do the head to head thing. I think De Gea should start considering his future after the end of next season. Mm. Um, and and um, Dean Henderson becomes our, our full time. I don't think there needs to even be an easing in process. But that, do you, that's my. That's my do you guys not think that D- Dean Henderson might um, might get impatient? Has he has he suggested? Ah. Has he suggested that he wants to, he's willing to stay at? Yeah. For, um, he has yeah. many times. They're talking many about times, now, yeah. yeah like even. Well, but I mean, on loan, on loan. Is Chris Wilder came out and said that they're literally talking about next season already. Like okay. it's all positive. Literally, I think it's. I think it just works out best for all parties involved in them because he gets game time. De Gea is obviously going to stay in the, in the club like where he where where he's valued, and we have a keeper that's potentially going to be coming off the back of two, Premier like Premier League seasons and Europa. Like that's 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 positive. They'll, all they'll give so, they'll give him a new contract and then he'll go back out alone. I think. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, uh, we'll so, see. You then. We'll see. So, Shalom, you mentioned um, the FA Cup game, but we'll, we're going to wait on that. We're going to move to the Premier League games first and sticking on Henderson. He obviously faced his parent club, but was illegible. Um, and um, obviously, Sheffield United had to bring the reserve. So, United fans, talk us through um, your 3-0 win. And I think I, I might nominate um, Peter for this one because his boy got himself a hat-trick. Um, uh, so, yes. Pete, kick us off with that um, 3-0 win for United. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, it was uh, it was a good game to watch. Um, not only for the reason that obviously my boy Marshall got his uh, his first hat trick in a United shirt. I think first hat trick of his career. And, oh, um, sorry. Before you carry on, um, I saw a fact as well, um, and I think this. I'm not trying to at United, but this just shows how poor you guys have been. This was the first hat trick um, since Sir Alex from, Sir Alex Ferguson left the club. Process. I, I also I also saw another statistic just to counter that that um, I don't think any of your current crop of strikers have called, scored a, a hat trick for Arsenal. I might be wrong uh, though, but um, I think I think I saw that somewhere. We move. Um, <laughs> but back to the game. Um, so Sheffield United, I think they came and sat there. <laughs> <laughs> they came Hella and sat. tumbleweed right now. Trust me, United boys, man. Always gonna try to get one up on us. Nah, I'm just, oh, bro. If you want to bring out stats and Look, say that it's embarrassing, hey, Munya is hey, the host, isn't it? So there's no agendas, isn't it? So he's just he's stating facts. You understand? Okay. Anyway, thank you, Bandit. Thank you, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think Sheffield United. Um, didn't really pose much of a threat to us throughout the game. Um, it was nice to see Pogba and Bruno um, start together. Um, and 
I think they controlled the pace of the game for the most part. Matic had a fantastic game as well. Um, obviously, yeah. um, Martial um, got his two goals. His first two goals were very much poachers goals, which I think is what Ole has been screaming for him to do for a long time now. Um, it wasn't there wasn't really much movement, um, if I'm honest, that was required because I think uh, Sheffield defensively was so poor. Um, but yeah, he got his two poachers goals, and then obviously for the third one, it was a uh, uh, almost um, typical Martial finish. Um, if he's not using the side of his foot to put it far post, he's chipping the keeper. So it was nice for him to get his hat trick, and um, I think it was a, a solid performance uh, all around from United. Um, and another thing, just before we move on, that I was I was um, thought was a positive sign, um, and something that I've not seen much of this season, is um, we were actually like creating through uh, a team that had decided to sit sit deep for the whole game. So we were actually able to get Bruno, um, you know, in the hole, and Bruno was making smart decisions on the ball, not not just thinking, okay, I'm going to have a pot because I've got a bit of space. He was finding Wan-Bissaka in the on the wing. Obviously, it was uh, Wan-Bissaka got an assist, um, and yeah, it was it was. I would like to see more of that kind of performance from United um, on a consistent basis um, against a, a Sheffield team that, of course, is doing pretty well uh, in the league. Although you know they're coming off a, I think they were coming off a loss from Newcastle, um, but but three, even so, three 0 three nil, yeah. Um, but even so, um, it was a performance I was pleased with, definitely. Um, I think Steve mentioned in the chat that I was probably United's strongest eleven. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. I think um, Matic Matic is not going to be there forever. So I think we definitely start need to uh, start uh, thinking about a replacement uh, for Matic, um, somebody who is able to control the pace of the game, uh, retrieve the ball, uh, pass it off to the creative players. Um, yeah, and obviously we had a discussion about whether Thiago is the man for that, um, but we won't get into that. Uh, but yeah, I think this this was our strongest eleven that we played against Sheffield. Yeah, lovely. Um, and then moving to your noisy neighbours, um, Liverpool. You played Crystal Palace. Ken or Andrew, did either of you guys watch that game? Yes, sir. Four 0 was it? Mm-hmm. Talk us through that one. Do I even remember? I think it was comp- the polar opposite of how we started against Everton. And we almost went back to the original Liverpool or the Liverpool everyone knows about of where in the first minute, when you see Liverpool start at a high tempo, it's a wrap. It's an absolute wrap. And I think even in the chat, we were like, after a couple of minutes, like, yeah, this is going to be a thrashing of where Salah made all of the difference. Straight from the off, he was running in behind causing Van Anhol, um trouble. Next thing you know, one, two, three, four, and then we were just in total control. And I think I read somewhere that's the, that's the first game in like 11 years of where an opposition team hasn't touched the ball inside the, inside the opposition box. So that's how dominant... Say, nah, 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 since, since Opta recorded um, um, stats. Um, you know how think, dominant uh, you have to be? Townsend um, posted a picture um, saying that they did touch the ball. The I was about to say, man, but, you know, gender in it has to run. That's what I've seen in it. So, yo, I'll Bro, run, we'll run, well, run your sauce, I'll run my sauce, and we move. But nah, just to, just to piggyback off Kenda, yeah, it was a dominant performance, one of our best performances this season. Um, I liken the performance to the performance we had against um, Atletico at home, where I think we um, played similar. 
like dominating, um, suffocating the opposition. Obviously, we've been doing that for a few years now, but when we do it this way, the way we did it against Palace, who, by the way, are um, having a great season to their standard, and especially away, they're picking up a lot of points away. So it was very satisfying to see that we... Your were Palace were above certain clubs before that game. So let me not talk too much about <laughs> it was, it, it was It was very satisfying to hear that... Um, oh, sorry, to see the way we performed, that, that the way we just dominated them, man. Hats off to Trent again, man. Brilliant. Yeah, man. A convincing win by Liverpool. Um, and yes, Kenna, you are correct. Palace were above certain teams. Um, but certain teams went in the job, um, finally recording their first win. Post <laughs> the, the first, restart first of away win. Their 10th win, win overall. <laughs> okay, thanks for that one. Um, first away win for Arteta. <laughs> okay. Couple stats, couple stats. Yeah. Mm. Oh, same is, isn't it? Um, so, Bandit or Shalom, I, I caught the end of the game. Arsenal play Southampton. 2-0 um, win. I mean, a lot of people were saying beforehand Southampton will be favourites and I don't blame them because the way Southampton were playing in their last games, it looked like they, they, gonna, they were going to get a resort against us. Um, so, Shalom uh, or um, Tosin, do you guys want to go for this one? Yeah, man, why not? Uh, Shalom, you you want to start? No, you go. You go. I can barely remember the game because the games are just going so quickly. I can All barely right. remember. Cool. I'll, I'll, jump, I'll jump straight into it, man. Yeah, so obviously, um, panic stations after losing to City and Brighton, both for Arsenal fans and neutral fans. But I think for Arsenal anyway, it was a, it was a must-win game if we wanted to kind of any chance of just trying to go for top four. I think top four is unrealistic, if I'm honest. But if we can just like get as many points as we can before the end of the season, that would be great. Um, I was kind of surprised, to be honest, the way Southampton set up. Like, knowing that um, they're 14th in the table and they're comfortable, I thought they would have kind of gone for it, knowing Arsenal had lost two games. Ralph Hasenhutl didn't really prepare them for a, for a game, to be honest, because it, it was a very, very comfortable game, if I'm completely honest. Um, Aubameyang had missed an early chance, which I just, like, I don't know what's going on with him at the moment. He's, this is the longest run, I think, is it four games without, um, without a league goal. So, obviously, hope, we're hoping he bags against Norwich next week. But um, big up Eddie Nketiah again. He got another start and um, took his goal very, very well. Um, he charged down um, Alex McCarthy and um, slotted it into an empty net. And that's just the sort of desire that a lot of the Arsenal players, unfortunately, haven't really been showing. Um, second half wasn't too, too eventful. Um, Shane Long had a chance, but I didn't really see Southampton like, really put their foot on our necks. And Willock ended up getting a goal. Um, quite late on in the game, wrapped up the game, so 2-0. So, yeah, really, really good win for us. Um, up to ninth now. It's embarrassing, obviously, to be ninth, to be one point ahead of Palace, one point behind Sheffield United. But obviously now we've got this first win on the board, like post-corona. Hopefully we can kind of just go on a little run now. Like I said, Norwich at home next. So, yeah, man, let's, let's try and leapfrog Tottenham next. Well, after Norwich, boy, you might not see me in the pod for a bit, lads. <laughs> the, the run of games we have, I think it's, um, I don't know, this is not exact order. We have um, Liverpool, we have Tottenham, we have um, Wolves and Leicester. And that's not the order, but we've just got those four teams to play. And um, to say we're going to come up with 12 points, that's not happening. Um, but yeah, like Toysin said, let's let's get the W against Norwich and um, hopefully um, we, we can... Finish respectively. I think I spoke to Andy. Um, Top half finish, yeah? Is that the, is that the aim? Top half finish. Yeah, I can't hear you. I can't wow. hear you. What did you say, Kenna? Top half finish the aim? 
So, um, Kendall, thanks for coming today. We're gonna um, we're gonna get your view, Parcel. Um, so I think that their last Premier League game was a draw. Um, it was one 0 Yeah, Villa against Villa. Yeah, we. I mean, the clubs have got a bit of history because, like, in two thousand nine, when we got relegated, it was against them, and we scored an own goal against them. And I think since then, it's just like kind of been a bit of a a weird rivalry in the championship and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was a it was a rubbish game to be honest. There was absolutely barely anything to say. Um, our forty million stars record signing. Um, Joe Linton did nothing again. He is awful, isn't he? The less I said, the better about Joe Linton. Man. He is awful, man. He's like he's genuinely. Uh, we have had some questionable strikers at our club, right? Questionable. Like um, like like say second season. <laughs> Papa no, Cissé, you know, you give me his right? due, man. He him was and cold, Demba though. Bar, you second, know. second season. <laughs> him and Demba Bar were cold. Hey, I don't care what anyone says. Papa Cissé is going to be the goal in, 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 in... That one from Chelsea against Chelsea. Against Chelsea. People, that goal was fake, man. Bro, so but, when, but when that judge ran out... That bro, that goal was dropped in. It was tight. Yeah, but I, that goal does not get enough credit. Like, yeah, Peter Cech as well. Like, this is... Pr- oh, okay. Prime Peter Cech. Prime Peter Cech. No. Fake goal, man. It was fake. Yeah, fake. fake. So what was he got thinking? a bit of a history scoring, against, scoring weird goals against Chelsea because Mohamed Diha- uh, Diami, he oh, scored a little like, yeah. back heel flick against Chelsea as well. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, there was nothing really much to say about it, to be honest. Um, I really wanted, this is going to sound so bad, but I really wanted like us to be one of the final nails in Villa's relegation coffin. Um, <laughs> no offence. <laughs> but yeah, it didn't happen. Um, but as I say, well, Andy Carroll and um, Dwight Gale, and when they came on, um, they made a complete difference and Gale scored straight away. Um, so it just goes to show that, you know, 40 million. But, but you guys are doing okay. You're what? Yeah, we're, we're all right. Point, point, considering. Like, everyone, like, I think everyone wrote Steve Bruce off, yeah, like, which yeah. I didn't. I still, I still don't rate him, but I will give him his credit, like, He's done an acceptable job, but everyone's always like, "Oh, he's done a great job. He's done better than Rafa." And I'm like, "No." When our first season back in the Premier League with Rafa, we got we signed barely anyone. We signed like four free free agents, what? um, and we ended up tenth. What is and the? He's di- had like a, eighty million. Sorry, go on. Just ask you, Kendall. What is the? Because um, obviously, I've been like keeping a close eye to um, Newcastle, and obviously, I remember when Brucey first came in, he tried to change things a bit. So I think he started playing with four at the back as opposed to to five and I think he's gone yeah, back he did, yeah. to, to, to that has, has there been a difference in terms of where you guys play or was it very much yeah, Rafa's team m- massive difference because massive difference because um, as everyone probably knows that Rafa played very defensive football for mm. three years um, and it worked for us obviously with a lot of prolific goal scoring teams like City like Liverpool etc um, at the time and Steve Bruce kind of tried to change it a bit I think it was I think it was more of like a what's the word, like a pride thing? Like he didn't yeah, want to I'm be seen as, yeah, yeah, as playing yeah. like Rafa's so. football. So he wanted to be like, he wanted to have his own stamp on things. And obviously it didn't work. And to be fair to him, I'll give him credit because he did say that, look, it, it isn't working. Uh, we've reverted to the football that the guys are used to playing and it's paid off for us. Yeah. Well. But it, it's so weird of what you're saying. It's, Rafa and Bruce in terms of defensive it's different but I think it's quite still similar of where I'm looking at your top goal scorers it's Shelby on five then Maxim on three and then everyone else is basically defenders Clark, Sharp, yeah, yeah. Williams, Fernandez, yeah. Lejeune it, 
like for the past a good few years now I mean since we got promoted again from the championship we haven't had a goal scorer who's like very prolific Rondon Mm. and Perez they worked pretty well together Mm. um but I still wouldn't say it was like guaranteed goals week in week out so we I don't know if it's a good thing I think it's probably a positive that goals come from all over the team yeah um because then obviously you're not relying strictly on Jolly, I, I still feel you. I still feel like you need. You do need a main source of goals, yeah. though. Yeah. Do you not yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. Definitely, hundred percent. No denying that we've needed a good some, source of goals for three years. Is there someone that you're looking at, thinking, "Yeah, let's let's have him," like like I'm a Goldrick Geezer from Sheffield. <laughs> see, well, <laughs> see, this is the thing. Like, we we've got to be realistic because we can't be looking at people like, or we we can sign him like Aguero, like. We can't look at people like that. We've got to look at like where we are. Like, oh, this is maybe unrealistic, and it's really pain and me to say things like this. But <laughs> um, so like, we, like people like someone like Danny Ings, for example. Oh, like, yeah. oh what a season I he's having! Be, great signing. Yeah, I would be so so happy, and I don't think we're like we're below his level or anything. Um, mm, but I think I, for him, I don't know. He's looking upwards, I reckon. Unless unless well, that takeover yeah. is happening at Newcastle, yeah. then yeah. I can see it. I think it's a, it's, I think it's a step up in statue of of team, yeah. stature of team. Sorry, but I think in terms of actually like what's exposed to football wise is not. As yeah, yeah. Bit, oh no, yeah. football wise, not definitely, definitely not. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, in terms of team, but that's obviously that's me being biased. But I know a lot of people, even like obviously rival fans and stuff, would agree that we're like, a, it's like a decent club because yeah, of course, big team. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so can I ask? Can I ask something? Sorry, sorry Munya. Sorry to clarify. No, no, sorry. Because I was just going to say, Andy, it's probably going to be related to this. Yeah. We're going to stay on you, Kendall. Um, obviously, thanks for coming today. So we're going we're to pick your brains a bit about Newcastle. Um, but Andy, before you go quickly, um, yeah. I just wanted to ask you, Kendall. Obviously, you, you're mentioning like Danny Ings. Um, they're going to have. You obviously need a manager. Um, currently, it's Steve Bruce. As a Newcastle fan, are you are you happy for him to be managing you next season? Because there has been rumours of possibly Rafa coming back. Um, would you be yeah. happy to have him, or, or as in, would you happy to have Rafa, or um, are you happy to stick with Steve Bruce? It, I think it completely depends. Like that's like it's such a cop out, but it's like it totally depends because if this takeover goes through, I want us to be like battling for the top, like you know, like top ten solid. Like I want us to be going for like Europa League again. Obviously, it's not going to be an instant. It's not going to be like next season we're not going to be in Europa. Like, it's just not going to work like that. Um, and I would, when we let Rafa go, it's probably, it, despite the fact that I've literally supported us, we've been relegated twice, like, despite that, when we, we let Rafa go last year, it was probably one of the lowest moments in my, like, Newcastle fan career, because he saw, he wanted something beyond, like, football in the Premier League, he wanted, like, new facilities for the training ground, because we, like, still bath in bin, <laughs> bins, um, I'm not, that's not a lie. <laughs> Um, yeah um, he wanted like things like that he wanted to improve the academy he just had so much like more philosophical ideas outside of the club which I don't think Steve Bruce has the the capacity for like I just don't think that's what he's about he's just happy to go and do a job and be safe and that's it and like I want us to do more I would be happy to have Rafa back but again I'm going to get a lot of hate for this from Newcastle fans because he's such like a god between us I don't think again he's long term at all. Mm. Kendall, Kendall, do you know do you know what the funny thing is of where if this takeover happens, I honestly see Newcastle as 
I don't even want to say wolves of what they're doing now. I honestly see it like City because at City, where they were pre-Saudi um, money, they're in the worst place than what Newcastle are in now. So can you imagine of where if you do actually get money behind you and then obviously set yourselves up with a, a good manager, the, the sky's yeah. not... I think you almost have to think big rather than just, let's say, top well, seven. Well, yeah, that's the thing, but then you don't want to, like... No, but the thing, Ken, is that if you, if you do that, you have to give yourself, like, a six-year, five-year plan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Because, I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, yeah, of course, you're not just going to spend one billion on players and then just <laughs> get into the Champions League next year. It's not going to be an instant, like yeah. I say, it's not going to be a next season thing. We're going to be like yeah. battling for the top. It's just, it's not going to be like that. And this is what, how, what I mean is in terms of, I don't, I really don't think Bruce is the man to take us forward, but nor do I, oh, it actually makes me feel a bit sick saying this. I don't think Rafa is either. Like, I feel like if Rafa came back, yeah. one or two years, sort of make his mark again, sort everything out, what would be the point? Because, I, again, if we start getting money and stuff, I just, his, his style of football... Backwards, yeah, it, it would be backwards. Like, we want to play attacking football, we want to play exciting football. Like, create, so, what about, so, what about, so what about Pochettino? Well, everyone was like, yeah, I want, we want Pochettino. Like, that's all, that was sort of a general consensus between the fans of who they wanted. And I mm. do agree, but then he sort of made comments like, Tottenham. One day I want to back managing Tottenham, and I'm like, mm. well, why? There's no point in investing in a manager who would is just look is just constantly looking at Tottenham all the time, regardless. Uh, money, like you, you want, money talks. <laughs> yeah, money like, talks. but again, but yeah, even making them comments when he's not even in a job anymore, it's like you don't really need to make them comments. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's not affecting his life in any way if he said that he didn't want to ever go back to Tottenham or who did. Kendall, do you so reckon he, he's just missing his ex, basically, in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> where, you know, where you've, you've had, like, a break, a, a, like a... The grass ain't always yeah, green, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're broken up yeah. and you're thinking, I miss my ex. But really, um, with Pochettino, if um, Newcastle gets um, taken over with, with, good, with, with the money they would have, then Pochettino would be a good shout. But yeah, I, I don't think actually thinking about it, having Rafa there would be a bad shout either because you do need someone to build a platform, like some kind of yeah. like a, uh, yeah, like for the team to grow. And then just similar to City, um, actually, and Ken made that point, but City didn't, didn't start with Pep. They started with other managers that Mark built Hughes, that. Mark Hughes, Hughes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, they were in the Gaza. Uh, even exactly. going like after the takeover. Yeah, exactly. They so they, they they started with with managers who weren't necessarily the, the upper echelon, but they built a platform to 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 where Steady they are the right now. Yeah. So yeah, I think actually thinking about it, Rafa might not be bad as if he's given the money, and then he can probably move from the defensive football he he currently what well, he used to play due to the fact that he didn't he didn't have talent yeah, to yeah. you know play good football and then take you guys there. But it's it's I'm looking forward to what Newcastle will be. If you get taken over, but yeah, that's where. Yeah, that's a big if. So, yeah. um, Kendall, I know that you're um, a season ticket holder, I believe. I am, yes, fourteen years. <laughs> fourteen years this year. Um, you go to away games, so it's nice to have someone else that's not an armchair fan. I was waiting for that. <laughs> wow. wow! Here we go. Wow! Um, Could never be me. So, oh yeah, <laughs> tell me, what, what's the best um, away game you've been to? Away game, oh, that's hard because I don't normally rate away games that much. Um, <laughs> but probably 
I would say it's going to be like a bit of, it's not even a Premier League game. It was when we were in the Championship, we played Nottingham Forest. Um, just because of the atmosphere and stuff. And we already had a history because it was, I don't know if you remember, because obviously you, you clearly weren't watching Championship football at that point. But there was a really weird game where like it was 3-3 and like Matt Ritchie took a penalty and then it went to, the ref said no after he took the penalty and it went to a goal kick really weirdly it was like a strange game so when we played them it was just like handbags it was great but that was just for atmosphere it wasn't even for result reasons um and the worst one i've ever been it was arsenal this year 4-0 it was the worst game it was it was not even i don't even mean a weird game it was like the worst game i've ever been to because i i literally drove there for five hours to get to the game had a five-hour nice. drive home and we'd been pammed 4-0. It was pouring down. It was cold. It was absolutely tragic because Arsenal weren't even good at that point. Like, and I literally thought, like, <laughs> this could be all right. And we just, we're absolute shambles. I, I, I feel, like, so angry. <laughs> no, the only Newcastle game I, I remember um, is when Ozil scored that half volley. I don't remember us. I don't even remember the 4-0. You know, this season, man, I just get up and down. <laughs> You would have remembered if you didn't go. Huh? You would have remembered if you didn't go. No, I probably went, but I don't remember. Who scored? Abamyang, Pepe, Ozil and Lacazette. It was it was like a route in the second half, man. Oh my gosh. It was like a piss picked up the scraps. It was just tragic. It was just... He scored the fourth in the 80th minute. He scored some dead goals. Yeah, I remember now. To be expected. Like, um, but it's funny because, like, against Arsenal, when we it was a four-four game against Arsenal, it was literally my sixteenth birthday, and mad. that was probably the the best game I've ever ever been to. Hey, rest rest in peace, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, rest in peace, Chucky. Yeah, I've got I've got a question. So, obviously, we've been talking about um, Newcastle's potential future, but I don't know if you want to go back to our listeners and explain to us. Uh, just a brief history about Newcastle and why Newcastle is one of the big clubs um, in the Premier League in England, for that matter. Well, well, not trophies-wise, because we don't, haven't really won trophies. Um, <laughs> no offence to us or anything, but we haven't. Um, um, but yeah, we've, we've sort of, we're a one-club city, so the fan base and stuff, um, despite the football, is the most, one of the most loyal fan bases, probably, arguably, in the country. Um, we've been through a lot, obviously, with Mike Ashley as the owner. And before that, we were quite, we were a good club. We were in Europa League a lot of the time since, obviously, the Premier League started early 90s. Um, we obviously had the leading goal scorer in the whole of the Premier League, which is Alan Shearer. So, mm. but since then, we haven't really done anything, to be honest. Um, obviously, we've had a bit of a tempestuous relation, relationship since Mike Ashley took over in 2006, being relegated twice. Um, and before that, we'd only actually been relegated twice in our history. Mad. Um, and yeah, but then we've been relegated like twice in the last 14 years. Well, 10 years, actually, because it was 2009-10 season, the first year. Um, so... Sorry to take you back, Sorry to, take you back um, to the relegations, but was it not... Um, a bit, was, was the main... Um, Domain Duff was he? At New yeah, Boston? Damien Duff. I yeah, he scored. That's it. He scored, a, he scored an own goal. I remember <laughs> yeah, his post-match interview said, "I'm going to stay with the club and get them back into the Premier League." That same summer, he left. 
I cannot believe that. Yeah, this is what I mean. Yeah, but we've had loads of players do that. Andros Townsend did the exact same thing. Oh, man. Exact same thing. Said, look, like we, we, it's our fault that we've gone down. Like we've so, we're so bad. At, I'm going to give everything to this club. I'll hire Crystal Palace. <laughs> I listen, I, I, if that, I listen, if that's me, if that prem, prem money is calling, I'm gone. If that championship is not yeah, for the faint heart. Anyone that's... is, like anyone is, because we're sort of going through a similar thing at the moment with Matty Longstaff, because he is obviously a local lad, played for the club for years. He's only young, he's like 19, um, 20 maybe, and like he's played for the club for years. Um, Udinese have come in with an offer of 30 grand a week. He's only currently on £850 a week. Wow. Yeah, I read that. Um, wow. I mean, yeah. United always know about long stuff, right? Yeah, of course. Anyway. Kendall, you know what I heard about this? You know what I heard about of where um, a couple of weeks ago, it was he, him and his agent went to um, the owner and said, yeah. I want something like 25 k They went, wait till the end of the season, but they kind of agreed on it in verbal terms. And then the club comes back and goes, no, nah, no, nah, we're not going to do 25. We'll give you 20. So he's going, no, nah, you guys are actually taking the piss out of my life, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's true, though, because there's like, I mean, there's players like, obviously, um, Dwight Ritchie Gale and stuff. Peace. Yeah, Matt um, Ritchie is on peas. Yeah, I mean, Joel Linton's on 80 grand a week. And yeah, like, you need to shift that guy, man. Yeah, you, you're, playing, walking... you're, playing in the, you're playing in the same team as someone who's on 80 grand a week. And you're on 850 pounds. It's like, what am I doing? Like, I, I, genuinely, I know a lot of football fans, like a lot of historical football fans, I mean, like old, will be like, oh, he's got no loyalty against the club. Football isn't about loyalty now, man. Like, no, it's, it's, not. Oh, it's, it's my job. Money. It's, it's my business. job. Yeah, it's yeah, all like, about a family to feed, you, man. You can't tell me if you were like a builder and your next door neighbor said, oh, build my garage for 500 pounds. And then someone said, oh, come and build the London Eye for like 8 mil. You're going to be like, yeah. oh, no, sorry, I'm going to be loyal. I don't know. I don't know why people put footballers on a different pedestal, pedestal to yeah. other. No, exactly. I don't it's get it. It's not, it's not the same anymore, man. In terms of loyal, club loyalty is out the window now, man. I think you only look. It's not like that. It's a two-way streak as well, though. You have to pay for, for them. To, yeah, more, more or less have to, like, buy loyalty in football nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Much. Mm-hmm. yeah, you've got to keep, like, you've got to keep up with the wage demands and stuff. But the, he's, got, he's got sort of a, a reason to demand that money. Um, you reckon he's worth that 30k a week? I don't, I mean, 30 grand a week in these days, like, Brand I scheme, don't care what anyone says. Nothing, it seems yeah. like it's a lot to me, but it's nothing in football. Yeah, and um, that's like championship wages for like the yeah. top teams in the championship. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like he's got a reason to demand it when there's players like I mean, I, I actually I think Isaac Hayden's now he's only on like twenty odd a week or something like that still. And um, I'm not entirely sure. I haven't really like thought about the wages for a long time. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think he's got a reason. And if you are, if you're twenty years old and you've you want to make the money, this is the time in your career where you want to make the money. Yeah. Um, you've got you want to make a stand, um, but I know that Udinese they have the same owner as Watford, um, so th- clearly what's going to happen is he's going to yeah, if he goes there if he gets a transfer he's just going he's going to get a loan back to Watford, Watford have yeah. prem time, and then maybe he's hoping for a, a Premier League move again. But I really I think it'll be definitely a massive miss if we let him go for that, and um, when he's like a local lad we haven't had a lot of like really good local yeah. um, boyhood players for mm-hmm. a long, long time. It'll be interesting so, to see what um, 
his power his brother will react to because obviously if he sees yeah. that his brother is basically being taken the piss out of and he's been linked with other clubs like more bigger clubs I know he was linked to United like last summer yeah yeah it'd be interesting he's, to see that, how he reacts to it I think he's like half the player he was so as well when he came back from injury true um, I agree he, yeah. lo- he looked he looked amazing like we were like oh my god this guy like he's going to be so good for us mm. Um, and then we were like worried about keeping him and then he got injured and it was just like mm. he came he back and he's just yeah he was just completely half the person that he was which is really it's really sad actually because it, another young English midfielder like it's it was promising but yeah things happen Sp- in football spe- unfortunately speaking, speaking on on players uh, wages and who you you were fighting to potentially keep obviously Newcastle are moving into this sort of transitional period of you know potentially new ownership etc are there like looking at your current roster of players are there like um uh, obviously you have the likes of uh, Alan St Maximum who's like massively talented are there like a list of players um out of your current crop that you would like to hang on to through this transition uh yeah minimal um <laughs> Almiron for example, yep. I would keep Almiron. I would keep St. Maximin. I would keep Dubravka. Mm-hmm. He's good. Um, better than yeah. certain keepers. Yeah. Um, I, I, got, I got a quick, quick question for you, um, Kendall. Um, we did a pod a couple of weeks ago now where we were going mm-hmm. through each team in the league, their best player, like their player of the season. I can't actually remember who we picked for Newcastle. Was it um, St. Maximum, boys? We picked, we picked yeah, St. Maximum. It was St. Yeah. Maximum. Um, who, would, who would be your um, Newcastle player of the year? Well, mine year? would be probably be St. Maximum as well. Um, but on the other hand, probably Dubravka. Because I, I think he's, ma- he's, massively I un- he's massively underrated. And he's one of the only reasons, because we're not scoring goals, he's one of the only reasons why we are where we are. Because mm. we're not scoring goals. If you can't score goals, then you're not he's, doing anything. Yeah. Uh, so what did he's, you... yeah, he's, I think he's got the fourth best clean sheet record in the league. So, what what did you think of uh, uh, Jetro Williams before he got injured? I thought he was playing pretty well. Yeah, as well. I, I I was really really sad for him when he got injured. I was I was absolutely devastated for him because um and not a lot of people know this because it's kind of it didn't last very long because I got um suspended. But we'll not speak on that. Um, <laughs> I worked for the club when we signed him, and I got to know his family pretty well because they were like really nice people and he was just even they said like he was just so like he was so positive about making it at Newcastle and he really wanted to sign for us at the end of his loan spell and like he really wanted to improve and then he just got that injury and it's like I I really really felt felt for him um but I did I rated him a lot because we we haven't really had a lot of great options um at left back for a long time like we've relied on Paul Dummett a lot um, Matt Ritchie is awful bit as a wing back. Yeah, Matt Ritchie can play left back, but um, yeah, not great like op- options to be honest. Um, obviously, we've got like Danny Rose and stuff now. Um, I think he's sort of been a bit hit and miss, if I'm honest. Um, I don't know what like any Tottenham fans think about him or whatever, but uh, I used to rate him when he played for England, and obviously he was a regular starter for England. Um, but now I just I don't know. He looks like out of. Shape. He looks out of shape. I don't know. I don't think yeah, he, he does. Yeah, he, he, does. he looks fed up. All he's yeah. got in his I history. He's just, sick of, he's just a mourner, though, isn't he? Doesn't yeah. even there mentally anymore, to be honest. He's like whinged in every. So Kendall, in club. the summer, then, if it was up to you, what positions would you buy? Let's say three positions. Where are you filling them? 
Yeah. Um, uh, personally, for me, obviously be striker. Um, wingers, I mean, we've only got Maximin and Almiron because I just discount Richie because I don't really think he's like phenomenal. Um, but I'll probably maybe, depending on like transfers out and stuff, if they're going to lose Matty Longstaff, um, if maybe he's, I mean, even a Shelby leaves because I don't think he's sort of set in stone or whatever. Um, maybe you like a CM. Um, and then probably a left back. Okay. Because Paul Dummett's so, injured, Gerald Williams is injured. We've only got Danny Rose at the moment. So, yeah. How bad is um, Kieran Clark, by the way? Do you rate him? You know what? I, I think Kieran Clark isn't rated, but I actually, I really don't mind him, even though he's probably like our fourth, fifth choice defender now. Um, I don't think he's that bad, but I don't think he's like top Premier League quality level yeah yeah um but then again like i have quite a lot of different views to a lot of newcastle fans because i know a lot of newcastle fans would like sort of lascelles to be in the england squad and stuff but i do mm. i just personally don't feel like he's good enough for england yeah like, i feel like he's, just, he's, he's massively inconsistent and um, if you watch a lot of like newcastle games and stuff he cannot play out from the back like at all he's he's not like He's a holding defender, like, that's it. He cannot play but, out but the you, back. You he's know like, what's funny? When he was younger, he was foreseen to be a ball-playing centre-half. Because I remember, like, I've actually played against him, and he was at Forest as well. He came through. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was a ball-playing centre-half, and he was really, really good. And then it's just, he almost seems too big. His upper body's too stiff and too... You know who kind of reminds me of? Kind of reminds me of Chris Smalling. Like... That's a good shout. That's actually a good shout. Very similar in terms of, like, I remember when Chris Smalling, because... I think he was at Fulham before United. Mm -hmm. um, he was like linked to us as like being one of like a new like Ferdinand almost like being able to play from the back quick, fast. Well, when you actually see them in person, well, when you see them live, that they're, they're just fast and quick in it, but they have no like sense of football in the brain at all. Like, yeah, it's just clum yeah. clumsy basically. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, clumsy. That's exactly the word I would use to describe him. Clumsy. Like you can't trust him. He's untrustworthy mm -hmm. on the ball and stuff. And he yep. loves to play along the back line which is an issue when you've got attacking players who will literally just come and intercept and, like, score. It's like, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I, the way he plays along the back line, it really infuriates me. And, I, like, I just, I hate it when he does it, especially against teams like Man City, for example, who are quite obviously just going to come and intercept and they're easily going to get a goal from that. And then, then again, though, that's why we rate Dubravka so much because he's there to save us in a lot of them situations. Man. But, like, Man. we've got some like massively underrated defenders like who, like Fernandez for example or like Shah who was only four million. Um Do you know, I actually rate um Lascelles man. Um I thought he would have been a really good defender but I don't know how <laughs> he just fell <laughs> off. He had, <laughs> he had potential. He had potential. <laughs> I had the height, he had the strength, <laughs> but I don't know what happened man. I rate <laughs> him for his leadership qualities. He reminds um, me of that what's that Nigerian it. that Nigerian AC Milan uh, def defender um, the American talking about yeah uh, uh, Onyewu or something oh, yeah. <laughs> I, feel, I feel his name is Onyewu right of him man just, I know exactly what you're talking about just, just big, big one yeah <laughs> block um, so Kendall in, in just under 20 minutes um, Newcastle are in unfamiliar territories they're in the quarterfinals of the FA Cup um got a hard game against Man City. How, how are you yeah. feeling? Uh, the thing is with us, we kind of always have hope, weirdly and oddly. I don't know why we do that. But, I mean, to be fair to us, like, our history against Man City isn't that bad. Like, we drew with them 2-2 earlier in the season, November. 
Um, and last year we actually ruined their win record because we beat them 2-1 um, in January oh, last, last yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, in James's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's sort of like, I'm, I'm not confident at all. I mean, it's at, it's at home, which is fair enough, but obviously there's no fans there to spur the team on. I'm gutted about it because it would be like so good for us because we haven't had any cup success, even with Rafael for like years and years and years. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited because I've got that bit of hope. But if they score first, it's game over for us. We can't, I don't think we'll come back from that. Um, so what's your score prediction? I Not that I want to say it because I really would like us to win. But if I'm going to no, be... It's, it's, it's a magic of the FA Cup. Back That's the thing. That's what I've been saying. Like, anyone who's been so negative, I'm like, FA Cup, this is like the time for upsets. Like, this could happen. Um, I, but we haven't got a goal scorer. I mean, Andy Carroll is starting, but nah. Um, I don't know. I think probably, I think we'll get a goal, but I think it'll be 3-1 City. Oh, yeah. Ah, okay, so let's say if you were going to win, what would you say? What, if you were to win today, what would be the score? If we were going to win, we'll, it'll be a scrappy little win. It'll be like 2-1. Like, it'll be scrappy. I don't like a goal difference. I don't think we'll like go out there and win 3-0. Like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah, man, because we need, we need a team that we can all lick our lips. And <laughs> thinking, yeah, give us Newcastle in the semis, please. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> hey, what, if, what if we do go win 3-0 against City, then you're going to be like, oh no. Like... No, nah, it's okay, man. It's City. They're on and off. It's fine. Do you know what's funny? If Newcastle go through, they'll want Arsenal. This is, the thing. Yeah. This is what yeah. I was going to say, Munya. Yeah. Like, it's not a guarantee we're going to beat Newcastle. You, man, let me tell you now, I've been to two FA Cup semi-finals. We've gone through, we've won them, and I've been to two FA Cup finals, and we've won them. So let me tell you now, I back us off right now. It's it's in our DNA, and I know this might come back to bite me, but yeah, man, I back us off in the FA Cup. Like, but as well, come on, we, we've got the C- best record when it comes to the FA Cup. But City have nothing to play for now because obviously Liverpool have won the league, and they I mean, oh, City, City, second, whatever, man, we beat them. In the yeah, second, sort of like it's like rubber stamped now, basically. So I feel like they've got like not much to play for, so they'll probably go for this. Yeah. Um, even though like Aguero and stuff's not playing, but I think I do still think people have said like, right, we've got to go for this. This is probably like a easy game for them, if you know what I mean. Even though Pep doesn't like to admit that it's easy games because he wants to be like this humble man. But yeah. Um, and I know you, you've got to go soon, Kendall. However, um, there's been one Premier League moment um, that as uh, that happened with Newcastle. I think everyone. Everyone will always talk about. Everyone will always remember because, as club mates, we all fall out. Like we all, we all, we all have a little disagreement on the pitch here and there. But there was one match when um, two of your players decided to actually start scrapping. Now, mm-hmm. were you a season ticket holder at the time? I wasn't. Um, I only was a season ticket holder from Alan Shearer's testimonial game to two thousand six. Um, but I did still watch it. My dad's my dad's gone for like thirty five years, so. I still remember but it pretty clearly. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Lee Boyer and Kieran Dyer. Bloody oh, hell. <laughs> yeah. Nah. That was crazy, man. <laughs> I don't think anything has happened since. Like, I mean, players have fallen out in the tunnels, but they actually started... Like, like, full-on nah. scrapped on the field. Like, 
I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it potentially going to happen again, but and I can't remember what it was over now. Um, obviously something to do with the game because it was literally midway yeah. through the game. Um, no, no, I can't you, remember. You guys were losing three 0 if I remember, and um, well, apparently what I heard is that they obviously you guys were down to ten men. Stephen Taylor got sent off for a handball yeah. and a red card, mm-hmm. and um, apparently. Bowie was just pissed off that Kieran Dyer wasn't passing him the ball all game. And then they just got into it and then swings. Just yeah, I, 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 I was going to say, I think it was something to do with the fact that they weren't passing, passing to each other. Um, but I think Kieran Dyer got asked about it when he was on I'm a Celebrity. Um, he gets asked about it in like pretty much every interview that he ever does. Like he gets asked about it. And, like, he, I saw he's got on his CV. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's what I mean. Like, he's got really nothing prolific to add to that after that um, in his life. But <laughs> uh, he got yeah, a video game just... cover, in fairness to him. <laughs> Kieran, Kieran Dyer. Yeah. He also got kicked in the face by a Turkish keeper. I do remember reading something, though. Um, this was actually building up. Apparently, they had like um, a, some aggression that was shown in training, like leading up to the game. Because I remember reading about that. This this was nothing that was new. Like, they had um, something happened at training, like, leading up to the game. So, obviously, with the whole not passing the ball to someone, because there must be a reason why you wouldn't want to pass to someone. So, it must have fallen off from training. And yeah. then, yeah, man, they just thought, oh, nah. I yeah, let's go for it. I mean, to be honest, I've known Lee Boyu in, like, a bit of a um, coaching capacity since then, obviously, with Charlton and stuff. Um, he's just, like... As a bloke, he's just very like he thinks he's right, and like so I can like completely see it because I think because Kieran Dye is like very mild mannered. Like I can't see him having like much of a temper. Um, so obviously something's happened where you know when you, when you just get tired of someone chatting shit yeah. in your ear, you're like shut yeah. up, man. Yeah, shut I literally think that. that's probably what's happened because as like obviously a lot of people who will have who will have seen him on telly and stuff, he is a very mild mannered person, Kieran Dye. So I don't think it would have been him that instigated it at all. I think, like you say, I think it's been building up, building up. He's just thought, you know what, like, like just let me end, just, just end this here right now. To be honest, I've, like, I've seen it in a couple of our teams where it, that could have happened again. Like, when Shelby, before he was having these anger management classes, um, he was a massive hothead on the pitch. Um, and, I mean, Matt Ritchie, he's, like, he's just unhinged totally. Um, but Mitrovic as well. But I mean, he obviously incident yesterday when he elbowed. Oh, what a fool! And that was yeah, like two so, minutes in, man. I don't yeah. get that. I don't know if you guys saw that, but um, yeah, um, it was Leeds against Fulham, um, and literally two minutes have just gone into the game. Um, Mitrovic is coming late and has literally elbowed one of the um, Leeds defenders, and it's one of those. It's like. There's no need for him to do that. Oh, it no. was just stupid. Man. Absolutely. He used to do a lot of things that. like that, though, as it, like even when he was with us. And everyone used to mourn because, you know, he was one of them players that, like, he was, like, a lovable rogue. Like, you, you loved him because he was just so, like, mental. But then, yeah. obviously, when, when Rafa came, he, he didn't trust Mitrovic at all. He left him out. He didn't start him. And a lot of the fans at first were like, come on, like, what are you doing? Like, he's one of our best players. Like, we love him. Um, and then, obviously, as time went on, you sort of understood why he, he wasn't... Fine. Like, Rafa didn't trust him, like, why he didn't start him. He wasn't, like, sort of Rafa Benitez as a sort of player at all. Um, I reckon Stevie Bruce would have probably loved him because, like, old, good old-fashioned, like, you know, like... <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> yeah, like, hardcore football. Like, he probably, probably would have loved it, but 
nah, he's, he's, just, he's not made for the Premier League in that sense at all. I don't even, re- even recognise him with his new haircut. But like you said, like, yeah, it, that's a liability. You could be 10 men. Massive liability. With, like, for the for like 85 minutes. It, it was just stupid. And I'm sure um, he's going to get some sort of ban after because it, it, it was unnecessary. Yeah. Violent conduct, isn't it? So, yeah, they probably, he probably will, but... I mean, in all fairness, I, I use, like, Rafa's not trusting him as a, a reason as to why, like, he shouldn't be playing for us and stuff, but he, Rafa didn't also trust St. Maximin, and, like, he didn't want to sign him at all because um, he had the opportunity for two years to sign St. Maximin, and he refused every single time. But, obviously, now he's been one of our most prolific creative players, so it's a bit like... You, it just goes both ways, I guess. And I feel like St. Maximin has kind of, like, matured a bit. Like, yeah, he was when he first came to the club. He's so dedicated, like genuinely so dedicated. He goes out shopping in Newcastle, like in the town, and cuts about in his like training gear and that. Like he he's just so loves, he just loves it. Well. Yeah, he's funny. He, he loves interacting with the fans and stuff. He's great. Yeah, I, I think, think just before I think, you go, just before yeah. you go, um, Sorry, one go more um, Premier League incident that to me, I think it's the top Newcastle one. It's the. I'd love it if we beat him. Love it. That's oh, Kevin Keegan. That's top tier, man. That's top tier. Yeah, Kevin Keegan v Fergie, man. That's actually the definition of rattle. When you look up rattle in the dictionary, it's actually that. Like it's it's funny because we're not even in a position to like argue with Man United now. It's mad because at that point, <laughs> like we were we were like top of the league, and it's like how far have we fallen seriously like we're like buzzing over Blum and Steve Bruce like and how far have we fallen when we were like top of the league but I mean we're not even going to talk about that season because that was very bad um and I was like one one I think <laughs> but um yeah and even that like hurts me even though I didn't even care about it then but yeah like that pains me that we lost that that like amount of gap at the top of the league um but yeah, I would love Kevin Keegan to come back to the club in some respect if we get a takeover. Obviously, I know he, he took Mike Ashley to court and stuff um, and won a settlement over his treatment at the club. And it all came out that Mike Ashley had, and the club and all of his advisors had misled the public, the press and the fans, which is the main quote from when he got took to court. Um, shock. So yeah, no shock there. Um, but yeah, I would love to see him back at the club in some respect. Um, as maybe he's just even like sort of dealing with the media side or dealing with the coaching side or just a football club in general, like as an ambassador. Um, I would really, really like him to come back just to be like a big like F you to um, Mike <laughs> Ashley. Well, Kendall, um, just want to say again, thank you for taking time out um, to come. No, thank you for having me. Quality, Kendall. Thank you very much. Thank Sick. you, Kendall. Um, thank I mean, you. It goes without saying, I think the guys will agree. You've been a great addition today. Um, we'll love to have you back again in a future episode if you're down. Um, yes, please let me know. I would love to. Not when we're in a um, cup game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let Go me know. On. I would love to come back. Munya, Munya, Munya. If there's a Newcastle versus Arsenal, like either semis or final, we'll run it. Yeah, we have to, man. Yes, Come bring through. that back because I yeah, will bring you good. back up on your courts. <laughs> it's in my DNA. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, get yourself down um, and don't miss that game. Good luck. Um, like I Thank said, you. we want you to win um, so that we can lick our lips and say, yeah, we want Newcastle. Um, but if it doesn't go well, well done for getting to the quarterfinals um, and we hope that the rest of your season goes well. 
<laughs> no, it's been great, guys. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you, Cheers, Kendall. Thank Take you. Care. Bye. Bye. So, carrying on um, from the FA Cup, um, we've got Newcastle versus Man City kicking off shortly. However, there's been three other games. Um, we had our first one Saturday evening or late afternoon. Um, it was Norwich City against Man United. Um, who watched that one from the United guys? Yep, yep, of course. Oh, yeah. tell us what one. Um, yeah, it was a it was a typical cup game. To be fair, I, I don't think the quality was that high, especially the first half. We started very slop like sloppily. Um, I think it reminisced very much the game, the first half against um, Spurs. Very slow in possession. Um, I think Fred didn't start off really like that good, but then he grew into the game um, with a few changes, and I think he he played well as the sort of the game went on. But but yeah, when um, I think it was uh, was it nil nil at halftime. Um, it was I, f- I believe it was nil nil at halftime. Yeah, yeah, and then we um, made a few changes. I believe um, Lingard had a stinker. To be fair, oh um, my gosh, he's we a, just a about, yeah. stinker merchant, man. Yeah, anyway. he's just yeah, he's just the. Uh, I, honestly, I honestly think the reason why he still got time at United because his boy Rashford's there but that's not we're going to talk about it but yeah um, as, the, as the game went on um, yeah we sort of um, we got the goal good finish by Garlo like Uncle Garlo my guy like I think that's his sixth goal in 14 game maybe five um, genuine so five. in the box man. Five, yeah, yeah man he doesn't delay like so yeah got to shout him out on that like he he deserves a bit of a parade like he's been he's, he's doing exactly what we signed him for so that's all we could sort of really, really, really ask for. Um, and then, yeah, they got a goal back, Cantwell. Um, I personally think um, a better keeper or a bigger keeper saving it. But uh, I understand it, it, how it went went in. Like, it was uh, quite a, a good snapshot. Like, it yeah. took us all by surprise, I think. But, it did, yeah. Sorry, I think that's sorry, yeah. Sorry, what it was. Was a great and he was slightly uh, unsighted as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am for being critical. For me, as a defender, I'm blaming Maguire. He's... This is what a lot of Arsenal players would do. Why are you turning your body sideways? Fuck, you get paid shitloads of money. You confirm being hit by the ball. If you watch that goal again, Maguire turns his body sideways. If he stays straight... Monye, when he had you, the audacity to look back and blame the keeper... You, bro, you, you, you would think a top 10 centre-back... You would think a top 10 centre-back would do that, would you, Monye? No, oh, I'm, 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 I'm not, sorry, 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 sorry. Let me just land here. I think I'm you not are anyone. so bad. But I'll let you have your moment. Go on. Wait, Stephen, are you telling me you disagree? Mate, he bent it around him. I, I don't understand no, how... Oh, no, he he bent didn't. It around no, he didn't. Him. No, yeah, he, he did. did. Um, for the anyway, anyway, we're, we're going to put this... Clip it was a great hit, though. It was a good shot. I'm being overcritical by blaming anyone. I think it's a good goal. Like, I think... If, but I don't think Maguire, it's going to be a mistake. I'll let you carry on, but I'm just saying, if Maguire, and I'm pretty sure if you were to watch this again, if Maguire stays facing the ball and doesn't turn his body, it is coming off his shim and it is not going in. Um, and like Kenneth said, I don't, get how, him ch- turn I don't, and I don't get how him turning around makes a stop from him from hitting him. Like, because, Steven, he's turning the replay. All right, yeah, I'll go back and watch it. 100% agree. All right, yeah, I The way he turns, the ball almost goes behind him. So go and watch the replay, man. Fair enough, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll watch the replay, but yeah, from from yeah, from yeah um, the game value, I, I didn't blame Maguire, but yeah, I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, and then the game went on. Um, I think they got a red card. Um, it was a clear and obvious red card to me. I hoped it was going to be a pen, but you know, it wasn't. Um, we slotted away nicely. Um, 
and then yeah, we just yeah no sorry we we um it wasn't a pencil, it was a free kick. I didn't do anything with it, and then um, as the game went on, um, yeah, we 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 managed to break him down. Captain Fantastic, um, eighty million pound well spent, Mister Harry Maguire, um, came clutch. Um, so yeah, going to Wembley, it's always a good. Well, it, was, it would have been a good day out if we could actually get into the stadium. But but yeah, it was a very. It, uh, yeah, I don't think we ever got past sixty percent. But again, we'll take it. It's all about winning those kind of games, and and yeah, we we, we go marching on. I think I if that. Maguire um, spent more time defending rather than thinking of that shit celebration that he always does, you might not have conceded that goal anyway. But true, right. true, it's true. More or less interesting take there, Toast. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. Always, as always. Any, anything from you, Peter? Oh, are you here gonna defend Big Child with his Maguire shout, or are you just gonna about the Maguire? I'm to be honest, I'm not gonna talk too much about that game. I, that's why I left it to Char. I thought it was a. Uh, I was disappointed about the game in, in, in as a whole, but um, yeah. Char, Char covered the game. So can I can I say something? Because I didn't really watch the game, but from when I tuned in, I think it was from extra time. Um, actually, I just saw a lot of comments, and even you guys said that Bruno had a horrible game, but yeah. he looked. He looked all right to me, but are you talking about the best horrible player. to his standards? Yeah, to his standards. Yeah, yeah. To his standards. Okay. He's probably he's, he's, he's his worst game in a United shirt, yeah. but that's a lofty standard to hold, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. no, 100%. I think he was probably our better play, outplay player in terms mm-hmm. of he was still... Like, what I like about him so much in there is not going to be a Bruno like, special episode, yeah, but, like, even though he's not playing well, he has the personality to get on the ball and still try things. Yeah. I think a lot of the time... Yeah, that's, that's what I saw. So that's I was thinking... I when you, that's when why you, I don't, yeah... When your man said that, I was a bit confused. Like, huh? I but, never said uh, that. I he never just said a lot that. of the uh. shots like were going wide or being like saved, but like he kept trying. So you know, I think there's sorts of someone sent a stat in one of my group chats yeah. the other day. They're like, no, I put um, it, I put it. Yeah, that, shoot, like, shoot, most shoot, final shoot third across. Pass. Yeah, no, no, no. The most final third passes, the most shots, the most chances created, and the most uh, successful take-ons. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I think that's that that talking... cameo. It looked good, man. The first yeah, stat was... that I was referring to was the one that basically I think it was that he's he's taking the most shots and only scored from three penalties or something like that. Mm. I mean, I'm just like, yeah, no, don't get me wrong, but I think that's where stats can be misconstrued because if you ever like... everyone has watched him in it, like everyone loves the fact he takes the shots as mm. opposed to like going the, the same direction is... of going wide. The thing is, shooting inshallah players are very annoying, but I like Bruno. And Bruno gets a bly because most of his shots are on target and he tests target. the keeper. Yeah. So yeah. if that happens, then calm, do your thing, man. But the thing Plus is, he also creates chances because he's got well. things around him as well. Penalty yeah. for the mm. penalty on that flick was no. Yeah, it was nasty. Wow. Yeah. Oh, shout I out think... Pogba by the way. Um, that Trust was a, um, a beautiful ball into. Um, I think it was Rashford's feet or Agallo's feet actually. It was Agallo's feet, and I think Agallo held the, the defender back and then put it into the mix of Harry Maguire's goal. So shout out Pogba for that. He's been well, good when he's since he's come back actually. Yeah. He has. He's been brilliant. Yeah. And uh, Martial didn't obviously get on to the 96 minutes. So obviously for Prez, the game didn't start until the 96 minutes. <laughs> he changed the game though. Why he are was, you on to me, He was very bro. lively when he came on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let me talk on that though, because I feel like... <laughs> let me talk but on Martial, that. Martial, voice, you know. Go on. No, 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 no. It's, it's one of them ones. Let me, just speak, let me just say one thing about Bruno before I move to Martial. I feel oh, like okay. Bruno is a mentality monster. And what I mean by that is he... he He's not Stop afraid to neck. try. Yeah, he's not. He's not afraid to try things. And even if it doesn't come off, you know that the next time he picks up the ball, he's gonna try again. Like yeah. there's no, there's no, there's no like wavering his confidence. I feel yeah. like, and that's like, yeah, so important. His confidence never wavers. So important. Um, but yeah. on the Marshall thing, um, I think 
when uh, we had the four attackers on at the same time, I feel like having Martial and um, Igalo in that middle, obviously they're both trying to do two different things. Whereas Martial's trying to go off the shoulder, but Igalo's trying to come short. And I felt like that was a lot easier to defend than when we have um, either or. So I feel like it should have been, if you're going to bring Martial on, it should have been Igalo to come off. But um, we, we, still, we still went ahead and got the win. No, well done there. So United now progressed to the semi-finals. So the second game of this FA Cup weekend was Sheffield United against Arsenal. Um, I missed that game. I mean, I caught the end. But Shalom, I believe you watched the game. Um, give us a quick summary of that, please. Yeah, um, essentially where my summary is we just have to somehow escape this season and look forward to the next season because we clearly <laughs> we're just not we're not good enough and and I can understand what Atet is doing in terms of I'm relying on the Eves to take us to the next stage, which makes sense. Um, however, Mustafi has to go. He's, I, I, he, I played looked, he played, I deeped it and I really thought about it. He is not good enough. And that's just point blank. He never has been. Bro. Yeah, I, I know. Sometimes you just have to keep giving the, uh, the, the benefit of the doubt. Okay, he played well this game. Possibly he, he might kick off. Him, but no, I think he's just, his confidence is shattered. So he needs to just go for the sake of Arsenal and he's just his career in terms of how we, we look at him Arsenal, but he needs to go. But what actually in terms of we'll call Arsenal, you in the hole, I heard. Yeah, but yeah. Um what uh, what kind of got me Gosmack was um David McGoldrick. And I just I was looking at a, st- a stat um with this guy and in four point five <laughs> years at Forest he scored eight goals in sixty three appearances. Fuck uh, in a 16-year career, he's scored 100 goals in 406 appearances and won in 12 for Ireland. And this guy still managed to get a goal. What, what did I say a couple of weeks ago, lads? Arsenal <laughs> yeah. are the Robin Hoods of the English football, man. Where the, the rich given to the poor, man, honestly. Yeah, no sense. And it made me deep, uh, again, our, whole, our back line. We don't have a good back line. Bob Holden, not good enough. Uh, Mustafi, not good enough. Um, Socrates, nah, not good enough. So essentially, there's there's there's, there's a headache for Arsenal and, and Arteta to bring in good players, and that's that's going to be the headache number one. Secondly, and I've realised this, um, is that we don't have any creative players, players that push the ball, players that take you know take you know just dribble. We don't have dribblers. The best we have currently, is, you can say, is Sabias or um. What's the young buck? Um, Buka. No, no, Willock. no. no. Willock, Willock, yeah. But, but Willock, is, Willock is just a, I would call him possibly a stamina merchant. He, he, he would run, but in terms yeah. of creating... How about your some... £72 million pound player? I was going to no, say, no, no, he's probably no, no. your most effective dribbler, man. Yeah, yeah he's... He, but from wide, though, we need, uh, we need someone yeah, creative. through the middle, man. Through the middle. We need someone created through the middle. And it's, it's telling. And I and I thought about it, and I and I think I can't really give slack to um, Lacazette or Bamiang because when you think about it, you need the whole team to work as a team for this for these guys to have the chances to do what they are being paid to do. Honestly, like, you, but, sorry, sorry, Shalom. Yeah, go ahead. Um, no, it's 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 just such a it's such a great point, man. I mean, like. I feel that like there's still a lot more to come from Pepe. I feel like he's getting better every game. But through the middle, it's just horrific. And honestly, for Aubameyang to, to be second top scorer in the league and playing from the right the majority of the season with the lack of creativity through the middle, like his goal record is just absolutely incredible this season, man. Because 
we are like dying out for some quality like through the middle of the pitch, man. I mean, it's just Arsenal right now are just we're not we're not we're not fun to watch, man. We're not fun to watch at all. Not at all. Um, to touch on the the the, United, the Sheffield United game, um, I think we were kind of lucky to be honest because if um, John Lundstrom hadn't been offside and that goal would have stood. I mean, I've seen that movie too many times, man. I've, I mean, I've watched it too many times. We would have gone on to lose that game. Unfortunately, <laughs> fortunately, he was offside. We got a lifeline. Um, Lacazette won a penalty. I'm not quite sure what's going on since the restart. I, I think Sheffield United are more or less in Marbella right now, trying to enjoy yeah, the summer. Because the last the four games I've watched them from the restart, horrible. Horrible against yeah. Villa. Horrible against United. Horrible against um, Newcastle. And, I mean... The Sheffield United that I've watched this season, they play with a great system. You know, their midfielders are unbelievable. Their wingbacks are unbelievable. Today, they thought they could just do long ball, long ball and bust. And it didn't click today because even though I wasn't particularly delighted with the way Arsenal played, I don't think McBurney really is that, that guy. Like the, he's not like a Drogba. So the whole, or a Peter Crouch. So the whole like long ball and bust that they were trying to pull off today, it flopped. And... Again, we were a little bit lucky as well to score a late goal and didn't have to force extra time, but we got the win. We're in the hat. And I obviously hope we get to buck Man United again. Um, do, we, do we know where the, the semifinals are being played? Is it Wembley? Yeah, I think Wembley. so. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I'm personally hoping for United in the draw anyway. So I Really? We'll I guess we'll see. I know, I know there's one player who kind of took, took my eyes and caught my eyes, I mean, is um, Sanja Berger. He's really technically good, and I think he should lead Sheffield. He's he just got he just got there, man. Yeah, I know. I know, but I just, I, I just don't see how he would improve. Would you I have think, him? Would you have him? Yes, 100%. <laughs> he does yes. the little things correct, yeah. Very correct, he's a, yeah. He's a neat player. Definitely. Very neat player. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, so Arsenal managed to hold up. I mean, I, I, I came back um, when it was 1-0. Um, I saw the shocking defending. Um, I, I don't get it. It was um, Kalasinic. Um, he must have a fear of head the ball because that was it the does. better option. It, it was holding to... as well, Munir, as well. <laughs> Did you see that? Ah, no, nah, no one was in front or behind about that one as well. How do you miss time a header with no pressure? I just, I just don't understand. Like, and for me, if Holden just heads the ball away, Kalasinic doesn't have to put himself in a situation where he yeah, can make true. a mistake. So really? I was I was really let down by Holden, man. They are they're just not good Comical. enough. That that's just, that's that's just the fact. They're not good enough. It's 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 terrible. Just can I it. just um I know we touched on it earlier as well. I just want to shout out Bukayo Saka, man. I mean this Ooh. boy is eighteen. He's born in September two thousand one. He's born on the other side of the two of two thousand, you know, and he's probably our best player right now. I mean, yep. he's probably our best player in the current team. He's got the best football brain in anyone in the Arsenal squad as of right now. I can definitely say that. Like, I, I thought Willock had a better game today, but Willock that has two years on Saka, I'm not seeing what I'm seeing from Saka out of Willock at Willock, all. Precisely, so, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I mean, he's played right wing. He's played left back. He's played through the middle. I mean, he's 18 years old, man. I mean, if we can sign him down to that long-term contract, that's Andy, one bit of hope that Andy, I can hold on to. Yo, bro, get this guy. I'm Sky's bro, the limit bro. for him, man. Sky's the limit, man. I'll have him, man. Interesting but, fact for you guys. Um, so when I, when I went to the tour at the Arsenal training ground, apparently Saka is actually still under um, the cad. No, not, not the first team. So when he when they when he goes training, he's not with the first team initially, and then he has to still his changing room is still like um, the reserves and stuff like that. So 
he then meets them up after. So that just shows like how much potential he's got in himself. Um, he's still waiting for the upgrade to be officially a the first team player. player. Yeah. Wow. wow. So that means so that means he ain't got the Connie then. Huh? He ain't got yeah. a first team Connie. No, that's yeah. um, and that's what we're currently working on. So apparently, oh, okay. like, that's what they were saying at the moment. And they can offer. So wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So. The, that's why he's being linked with everyone because he hasn't he also hasn't given him a contract yet no, like no, a yeah. professional contract no no I think we're still he's gone <laughs> nah, I mean I don't, I don't think he'll go to be honest it's not gone what's the delay about that's what uh, I'm saying why is he delayed I, I just well, think well, you know, I, I, remember this is, this, this is just not any normal contract now this will be yeah. his first one so it is a bit harder than your normal I, I think I think because he thinks okay, I'm a top Donny in this team. They all yeah, like, he knows give me a better. big yeah, give me a big contract yeah. or I'm kicking. Yeah. To be honest, he, if you're his he, agent, you are you are you yeah. yeah. sign check. Yeah, if you're his agent, you I'm giving him a blank check right now because yeah, yeah, Arsenal. But the right thing now. is with Arsenal. Yeah, bro. Not yeah, a black, you, that's you why they're delaying. It's Arsenal. You can't blank check in the sense of like what what Özil's having. But I think no, like how 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 good. Relative. You want to give him like probably a five-year contract? Yeah, nice. Considering how young he is, so it needs to be substantial. Exactly. But I mean, I'm I'm I I don't know, man. I just I think human are taking too much time. Like if if you take Mason Greenwood as a sample, as soon as he started showing that he can perform at Premier League level to a degree, he signed a contract four years. Bang. Bubble bang, I mean, Mace. Yo, so, do, you remember, do you remember with Cho as well? A man's on like what, 120 years on. I wore yeah, stupid money. Stupid like, you guys are forgetting this is Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's my thing. You can That's my thing. The pitch. We're a mess. Forget, forgetting yeah, that. He will sign the thing. But another, another player I wanted to mention that gave me a kind of a. I was happy to see was Kian Tierney. He just felt so yeah, very composed and probably his best game. Yeah, yeah. Bro, he's I, a good I, player, man. He's a very good player. And then that's, that's what I was gonna say. When when it comes to our defense, the only position that's locked off is that left left back yeah, position. The other three are open. Like Hector Bellerin, <laughs> he's done out here. Finished. Um, Model. <laughs> Part time footballer. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I look at I look <sighs> at Kieran Tierney and. Like, shirt, shirt tucked in, no tattoos. This, <laughs> this guy came through a, with a Tesco bag as his bag carrier brother, today. Like, he walked like, in so, in a Tesco bag. So humble, man. I, lo- I love to humble see that. Guy. I mean, he ain't got to worry about the Gucci LB hold no. or anything. I like remember, that, just, I remember when they signed him and they were like, uh, "How are you enjoying London?" Man said, "I came here for Arsenal, not London." I was like, I "Okay." <laughs> Footballer. Yeah. Like, I was watching him today. That's I think sorry. it was his best performance in an Arsenal jersey. And what I loved about him was. He didn't get discouraged by the fact that Arsenal are so in- unintelligent that they didn't make the run into the box that he needed from the four or five crosses he put in. But he remained resilient. He kept on putting those crosses in the box. And hopefully one day, either the current <laughs> players we have or the, play- or the future <laughs> players will actually get on the end of those crosses. But Bro. I love the intelligence. He looks like he knows what he's doing like when yeah. he's out on that left wing. Good Bro, I will, I will say as far as going to say he's going to be as good as Robson, man. He's actually unbelievable. If he gets a bit bigger, gets in the gym a bit, I think he's got, and like he actually sustains his fitness. I think he's got the sky. Yeah, he's he's actually has, he, has he got the Robertson like, intensity? Bro, I think he's that's got what's the Robertson. End product, he's probably, yeah. I think he's no, probably. No, no, no. I know defensively, but I mean the intensity, the up and down. 90 yeah, that's minutes the thing, the fitness in it. That's the that's mm. what I'm saying. You've got to remember, he's had them two. Two injuries, like that. Yeah, back to two back. main injuries mm, since he's been mm, here. But, um, yeah. He's yeah, definitely got uh, the potential, man. 
He scored. I haven't, seen him, man, so I haven't seen him too tough for Arsenal, but I remember him for Celtic days. Good player, man. Well, his, yeah. cross, his crossing is unbelievable, though. The, 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 yeah, fo- the footballing is... brain, just to know where to, how to cut it back, is something we've missed for a long, long time. So yeah, I, we're just, we're just Bro, lacking people. From Arsenal on the right now, crosses, Saka on the left, yeah, Tyranny on the left back, and then Aubameyang up front, and find the other two that play with him, Pepe on the left, right, and then that in, that inside, that number ten bit, yeah. Don't know what Ozil's saying, but someone <laughs> that can like that can just I'm pick it up in it. Yeah, Bro. even you, you wonder why where Arsenal manager and coaching staff is getting paid millions man honestly you'd think it's as simple as that you can see it in it yeah facts and uh, sorry one more thing I don't I don't want to turn this into an Arsenal pod but one more thing like slightly touching on (laughs) I know slightly touching on what um uh Shalom said earlier about having a, a dribbling midfielder through the middle like I see I've watched Arsenal a few times since this restart and I see Aubameyang making countless runs yeah. and the likes of Ceballos. Just not finding it. I'm like, not are you blind or what? This is, like, these are so annoying. Runs. They don't it's bag themselves run. to make that pass. That's what they it is. They don't. That's what it is, man. They're shook. That's what it is. Simply, that's simply it. Um, so the third game of the FA Cup weekend um, was Leicester City against Chelsea. Um, that finished not too long ago. Um, I was watching a bit of it in the background. Sloppy game. Um, one clear chance. Chelsea took it. Ross Barkley, 1-0. They're through to the next round. And now currently we've got Newcastle against Man City. 18 minutes gone. Still 0-0. Um, final game of the weekend. And um, we could have a, a top four um, semi-final. Um, which is making things very interesting. Chelsea has come out and said he would like to have Man United. In the semis, um, so whichever way this goes, it's going to be. Sorry. When you say a top four semi-final. Yeah. Are you top four? Yeah. So um, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to wrap up the pod now. Um, it's not every day, man. Um, we're going to wrap up, wrap up the pods, and um, we're going to do this week's trivia. It's going to be Liverpool. Let's <sighs> go. Success of um, winning the Premier League. They're currently bottom on our table. Um, let's hopefully see if they can give themselves some hope and climb up the table. I believe you guys are last with three points. Hope has eight, so I doubt you'll get five, but hey, Andy, mm-hmm. you can only do is do your best. That's all I can do, man. Give me nice questions, bro. Yeah, I can't promise that. <laughs> so, Tosin, as usual, please can you be my scorer? Of course, man. Um, I've got the time here, Andy. Um, are you ready? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, go. Who has scored the most goals for Liverpool in the Premier League? Steven Gerrard. Wrong. Who has scored the most hat-tricks in the Premier League for Liverpool? Robbie Fowler. Wrong. Which Liverpool player has won the most Premier League Player of the Month awards? Steven Gerrard. Correct. Which Liverpool player has scored every penalty they've taken? Fernando Torres. Wrong. Who is the oldest player to play for Liverpool in the Premier League? Pass. Um, last question. Which club have Liverpool never lost to in the Premier League? West Ham. Wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. Time. Fuck. <laughs> that was um, fucking tough. nuts. Tight, man. What kind of questions were those, bro? Bro, how did you get the Owen one wrong? Which one? Um, second no, one. Question one. Question one. Those hat tricks. I, f- I was thinking, Owen, but then I was like, is that not too obvious? But I was thinking that. But Andy, uh, question one, 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 out, one out of six. 
Question one actually told him it was Robbie Fowler. Robbie Fowler? Yeah, Robbie oh, Fowler. Robbie Fowler, my bad, my bad. So Robbie okay, Fowler, uh, most hat tricks. Yeah, then... so question number one, who scored the most hat tricks for Liverpool? I mean, the most goals for Liverpool in the Premier League? It's um, Robbie Fowler. Yeah. What did I say? Um, Gerard. Stephen Gerard. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, <clears throat> question number two, who scored the most hat tricks for um, in the Premier League for Liverpool? It was Michael oh, Owen. Um, question number three, which you got right, was he? Which Liverpool players won the most Premier League player of the month awards? Stephen Gerrard. He holds um, which, the record, by the way, the whole Premier League, by the way, not just Liverpool, but we move. Which Liverpool player scored um, every penalty they've taken? Okay. Danny Murphy. Danny Murphy. Oh yeah, facts, facts. Um, who's the oldest up. player? Who's the oldest player to play for Liverpool in the Premier League? Harry McAllister. McAllister. Yeah. Oh, McAllister. yeah. Clearly forgot about Lattelli played for Liverpool as well. That's mad. Um, and then last question. Which club have Liverpool never lost in the Premier League? Former. Brighton. Oh, man. I was going to say Norwich. <laughs> but, oh. I know Cameron Jerome has pammed us somewhere in the past. <laughs> <laughs> and to error, man. <laughs> oh, oh, that was horrible, man. I look, I cannot, bro. <laughs> we don't care, bro. What matters is that championship. Right? Um, <laughs> it's not um, easy under pressure. Thirty seconds. Trust, but now that brings a wrap to this week's um, episode, guys. Thanks for all tuning in. Um, again, a big shout out to Kendall who joined us today. Had to leave early to go watch her team play. Um, we'll be plugging her on our socials. Please show us some love, and as always, please show us some loves. And as I mentioned very on at the start, um, if you've not caught it yet, we have our Liverpool special podcast. So please catch that one as well. We've got a lot of content for you guys to watch, to listen to. Sorry, there's a lot of football we're watching. Um, but yeah, man, find that, find some time. Um, and thank you again for tuning in. We've been loving all the, the love you've been giving. Uh, we've got a lot of content that we're bringing to you guys. We hope you're all enjoying it. Um, and again, as always, let us know if we can improve. But other than that, we're out for today, guys. Peace. 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 Let's get it. <laughs> hey, Kyle.